HR and systems and workflows. Oh my, how can you juggle all three and become better positioned with the HR suite and write more business? We'll find out on this episode of Shift Shapers. Change either paralyzes or energizes. The choice is yours. You're listening to the Shift Shapers podcast. You're about to learn firsthand from businesses and entrepreneurs who have successfully shaped the shifts in their industries. Get ready to become the change you want to see. This episode is brought to you by Shift Shaper Strategies. In sales, if you confuse, you lose. Clarify your message so you win more clients, crush your sales goals, and build your practice. Learn more at shiftshaperstrategies.com. And now, here's your host, StoryBrand Certified Guide and Chief Transformation Strategist at Shift Shaper Strategies, David Saltzman. You know, finding someone who understands HR and systems and workflows can be like finding a unicorn. But when you do find that person, it can help you position yourself better within the HR suite and also make businesses more effective and more efficient. And that's what we all want. Well, we went unicorn hunting and we found Tanya Souls, who's consultant at Souls Consulting. And that's her description. So with that, welcome, Tanya. Thank you so much, David. I'm excited to be here and talk about these unicorn traits that I love to share with brokers and agents and helping them understand the mind of HR and create their business that makes it easy for them. Well, because just, you know, as a level set, there are a lot of brokers and agents who don't really understand the HR suite and who legitimately think that HR stands for highly resistant. And I think (laughs) if you can help them in our time together today, get a better understanding of what the challenges are in the HR suite and what kinds of things they need to do and how they can set their businesses up so that they provide that kind of efficient and effective service and move HR out of the highly resistant standpoint, that would be great. So let's start a little bit and level set the audience. A little bit about your background. How did you come to be doing what you're doing? I have a degree in HR. That's what I graduated many moons ago from college. But I went into small business management and managed large group healthcare practice for years. So I was that on the ground HR person who also wore a ton of other hats. And that's one of the things when you're working with HR people, if they are not working for a huge corporation, your HR person also is doing a ton of other things. So after I decided to leave the world of healthcare practice, I really put my thinking cap on and was like, okay, what do I want to do? What matches my talents and my passions? And I am a champion for those small business owners, for those entrepreneurs, to be successful. And I'm like, I've got experience. I've got the education. Let's see if I can put myself out there to help them bridge that gap where brokers, agents, they know their products. They know what they're doing. But that behind the scenes stuff is kind of like, okay, I'm winging it and nobody can see it. So it doesn't matter until it bites you in the rear. Right, no question. Yeah, so I'm that bridge to help create the business that you want. And that could be with your people, it could be with your systems. 
and make it successful so that business growth is easier and your success is easily duplicatable. And you find that process that is like, you get in the door with HR because you're making their job easier, which in turn makes your job easier. Let's start with the one thing that everybody has all there is of, but everybody needs more of, and that's time. There was a study, we've quoted it before on on the podcast, the Industrial Performance Group did a number of years ago that showed that most salespeople are only actually selling 35 or 36% of their time. The rest of their time, they're doing administrivia. How can we help them maximize their time? What are the beginning steps and what are some of the more advanced steps that you work with people on? One of the biggest things I always tell people is really make a list of the things that are outside of your zone of genius. If you are on when you are out making calls and doing those things, that administrative piece, what parts do you actually have to complete yourself? So what parts could you possibly get an assistant, a VA, because what you're going to pay them to do your deduction summaries or to do some of those spreadsheets that really talented salespeople struggle with, you will make up in your sales by making those contacts. Also, what can you create in a workflow or a system, what software is out there so that you can do a plug and play? So that it's there, it takes you two minutes to put in your numbers and it puts out everything that you need for that client. And creating those templates, creating those workflows, those automations that can be done and utilizing your CRMs, utilizing your platforms that you're managing your business with to their fullest so that If you want to send a proposal out, it takes you five minutes to plug in a few numbers and a few things, and then everything else is done for you. And there's ways to do that. So let's talk about systems and let's start with CRMs. Yes. I think there's a a misconception, correct me if I'm wrong, that CRMs are only for big companies. And when people think about CRMs, especially small solopreneurs or small practitioners, They think of things like Salesforce, and not only does the cost blow them away, but the complexity blows them away. Are there CRMs that are better suited for startups? Absolutely. There are CRMs out there when you're small that gives you some limited features that are free or are really low cost. I mean, less than $50 a month that give you a lot of capabilities and The CRM really just puts everything in one place for you. It puts all of your contact information, all of your interactions with a client. It can give you the opportunity for meeting scheduler. A lot of us use Calendly or they use a bunch of different ones, but your CRM also has that same possibility to have a meeting link so you can see the contacts that are happening really quickly with your clients. And you can really create some great service flows to see what interaction you've had with a click of a button. And so there are a ton of options. HubSpot is one that I've used with brokers that 
they have a free version, they have like a $50 a month version, and then they get up to the crazy expensive version as you grow and you want the features. The thing with a CRM, find one that matches how you process things. There are really visual ones where you get bubbles and things that are really visually attractive and it makes it easier to work through. And then there's others that are very text-based, simple, and straightforward, which also work. But you can have a great customer relationship management platform for less than $100 a month. And yet, if I had a nickel for every time a salesperson said, I don't have time to do that, I could retire. And on a very nice boat in a very nice location. How do you convince salespeople that this is actually a moneymaker and a time saver and it's worth the expense of their time. How do you get that point across to them? The cool thing that I'm able to show to salespeople really often, because I use a lot of these things in my own business, is look at this. If you have your client able to click on this form, you can automatically send an email. You can automatically make these things happen and it blows their mind. Or I had a broker, deduction summaries were her nemesis. She would spend hours on a single deduction summary that really shouldn't have taken her more than five, 10 minutes because she was not good with that. And showing her how you can create that template where you just plug in the numbers and the magic of your system does the rest and you now have something you can deliver to your client, showing those and explaining those, actually having those systems myself, having clients who have gone from only being able to service a 100-person group to now being able to service a 1,200-person group. And it's a small agency that I'm talking about And being able to put those systems in, and I have the examples, and they're like, oh, that's possible? Yes, that's possible. And that's the biggest, because a lot of them, like, I don't have time for that. And it's like, well, your time is in the setup, and it is a one-time thing, and then you're good to roll. So taking that few hours it's going to take to set it up that one time, you're going to save hours every week tenfold. So the trick is getting them to look at it as though it's an investment rather than an expenditure of time. Absolutely. It is absolutely an investment, especially when you have them, I don't have time to do it. And it's like, okay, you don't have time to do it, but you're going to spend more than that time in the next week shuffling through papers and digging through files that aren't organized and trying to find the email that you got from someone. And it's when you start to put it all together, it goes so much faster. And now, a word from our sponsor. It's a fact. Salespeople and organizations lose opportunities because they don't clearly communicate their value. In today's market, your story is your message. It should be crystal clear perfectly arranged, and precisely targeted to attract the clients you want. As a certified story brand guide, we use the exclusive SB7 process to create that story and the websites and collateral that deliver it. If your message isn't cutting through the noise, we can help. 
visit us at shiftshaperstrategies.com to learn how we can help you find, clarify, and deliver a message that wins clients, crushes sales goals, and builds your practice. In sales, if you confuse, you lose. So learn more and schedule that call today at shiftshaperstrategies.com. That's shiftshaperstrategies.com. And now back to our discussion. Now, I know one of the other things that you help your clients with are developing workflows. And that's a phrase that's come up on the podcast a few times, of mostly of late. What are workflows and how do they inure to your advantage as a practitioner? So workflows can be a combination of a bunch of different tasks. And what it essentially does is it takes what you do and puts it on autopilot. So for clients that are just creating workflows, we sit down and we say, okay, step by step, what is everything that you do in this process? When you're prospecting, when you first put someone on your prospect list, what's the first thing you do? What's the next thing? What's the timing between them? And then we look at, okay, we can send that automatic email saying, it was great. I stopped by your office. You were busy because you know that's what happens every time you do a cold call. They're always busy. I just wanted to share this little bit of information. Here's a link to my calendar. I would love a chance to chat. Then you add the next step, which is a follow-up task So you get a reminder that, oh, I stopped in at this office on this day, I sent this email, now I'm going to do a phone call. And so it gives you all of those reminders and things so that you don't have that, oh, crap, I forgot that person, I didn't follow up with them. And you can have emails, you can have reminders, you can have calendar links, you can have files created, Slack messages to team members to say, hey, send this gift, or a reminder that they need to go on the calendar to do the next stop in to drop off something. And that's workflows take away all of those things that don't actually require you. A great example, I did a presentation a couple of weeks ago, and at the end of my presentation, I had a freebie to give away, and someone pointed out, that's the systemization, that's the workflow. I gave them a link to the website, they went, they gave me their name and the email, they got an email back with the downloads of the products and all of the things, I got the information in my CRM that they got that piece. And that's the other thing when you have workflows is you can see when your prospects or when your clients actually receive emails, receive phone calls, because you can create workflows to send text messages, to drop voicemails. The possibilities are endless and can take away a few of those things that drive you crazy, essentially. Now, I know one of the things that you talk about a lot is helping your clients maximize what you call their unique ability. Yes. What's that all about and how how does that liberate them to grow their practice, whatever kind of business it might happen to be? Whatever their business is, they have a passion that brought them there. They have a reason that they want to do what they do. And when they are working in their zone of genius, whatever that might be, maybe it's helping 
micro employers where they're a group of five really actually have benefits or whether it's someone who is really passionate about changing the way healthcare is. When you're able to work in your passion, you are much more effective in delivering your message. When you're working outside of your zone of genius, you have that self-doubt. You have that, okay, I'm saying this, but I don't totally believe in it. When you have those passions, you can build and thrive and recognizing, focusing, if you're a master salesperson, if you are a networker that if you can get in front of someone, you will close the deal, you need to spend your time there and build systems and have processes that doesn't take you away from that because there's a billion studies out there that show when you are outside of your zone of genius, it takes you hours to get back to that level of productivity to return to it after you've struggled with something else. Well, and to tie the two pieces together, CRMs and workflows, I would imagine, are also very helpful if you intend to grow your business because it makes it easier to hand off processes and have other people manage them, which in turn frees you up to work in your zone of genius, as you call it, and in turn grows your business even faster. So it, it seems as though it's it's all foundational. It's stuff that you put in place once and then you don't have to worry about it and you can go off and do do your thing. Is that a selling point to a lot of business people when they haven't thought about these things up front? It is absolutely a selling point because it's documenting how you want things done And then as you get team members, as you get add to who's going to be working with you, you can include them in those processes. You can include them and you can easily assign tasks. You can easily document where you are in the process and what you need them to do. And you can take yourself out of parts and just have your team working on those other parts and pieces. And especially when you're first starting, those CRMs and workflows allow you to go in and see what's being done. So you know the emails are going out. You know the messages are happening. The meetings are happening. You know what's in the pipeline and where it is so that you can go in and close the deal. Or you can go in and do the next steps, but you can also check that it's being done the way you want it done. And because you set it up, if your team is following your standard operating procedures, which you've documented with video and with simple things, you know that it's happening and you can easily add one team member or five team members and it will all help you grow and scale your business. We've got a couple of minutes left. One of the things that I know that you caution folks about is watching out for what you call the roller coaster. What is the roller coaster and why is it something that they need to be aware of? I have a client right now who is a horrible victim to the roller coaster. And it's where they're going and going and going, prospecting, prospecting, and doing one piece of the business. And then all of a sudden they're closing a ton of business 
And now they have all of the administrative pieces. So they stop prospecting. And now they're just focusing on the administrative piece. And they are overwhelmed by it because it's so horrible in their brain to do the administrative pieces that they quit prospecting altogether. They quit doing that because they have to focus on this other thing that really takes away from their zone of genius. And then a few weeks later, it's like, oh crap, I have no business coming in. So you have to find that balance and using systems and workflows helps you do that so that you can dedicate your time consistently to prospecting sales and closing at the same time as servicing the clients that you have, servicing the new clients and making sure all of the follow-up, all of the administrative pieces are also getting done in the background. Finding that balance to allow you to have a consistent pipeline of prospects in process and closing clients is so important. And it's really important to recognize if you're on that roller coaster. If you're on the, my pipeline's open and going full force and, oh, it's stopped. You've got to find that consistency so that you can have consistent income and you can have consistent growth. That roller coaster really stops any growth possibilities from being consistent because your clients are like, wait, they disappeared. They're not responding because they're working with new clients, not the existing clients. And you've got to find that balance. And that is a great piece of advice on which to end our conversation for today. Tanya Consultant at Souls Consultant. Tanya, thank you so much for sharing your expertise with our audience. Thank you so much. I really appreciate the opportunity. Our pleasure. The Shift Shapers podcast is a production of Shift Shaper Strategies and may not be reproduced or quoted in whole or in part without our express written permission. Copyright 2020. All rights reserved.